How to get over the one that got away. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd and a dating relationship expert for over 10 years. So let's go ahead and dive right in what to do when you want to get over the one that got away. Number five is release him to his highest version. The first stop is actually releasing your attachment. If you really feel like this is the one who got away, then chances are you actually get really attached to him, right? Um, and that means the last thing you want to do is actually release him. Now, it doesn't work this way, though, because if you don't release him, then really coming from a place of fear. Now, you really want to come from a place of love if you want to be a true magnet. And in order for you to do that, to have any hope that he may come back to you or that you will finally find peace, right, and actually be able to detach from him, is to actually release him to his highest version. Now, the reason why I say to his highest version is because you always want to release him to to the version that you want him to be, that kind of version that you would want him to come back as, right? You also want to send him to an energy that you would wish for yourself. You never want to say, you know, I'm going to send you to hell, you know, go to, you know, whatever, whatever. But instead, you actually want to send him to a high vibrational place because then again, this comes from a place of love. And then you're also naturally coming from that high vibrational place as well. And of course, the more high vibrational you are, the more magnetic you become as well, right? And then when you, of course, that magnetic, that means he has the true choice to come back to you. And this is why this works so well, right? That actually releasing our attachment to a person because then they can choose to come back as the version that they want to come back as, right? The last thing a person, a man wants is to be projected on, right? Like he doesn't want to be like, well, I have to be this prince charming, you know, on a white horse and otherwise I'm going to fall off the pedestal. When you release the attachment, to him, and I sometimes release the attachment to my own husband, right? So it's really, really, really powerful. Then you get to give him the freedom, like you liberate him to come back, to get back to you as the version that he wants to get back to, right? If he wants to reinvent himself, then he gets to do that because you actually let go of who you perceive him to be. Number four is grief, Right, this is like really important in order to keep your heart open. Now, when you don't grieve, right, then the chances are that you become harsh, that you become stonewalling, that you become resentful, that you become dismissive, that you become sarcastic, right? We don't want you to become any of this. You actually want to stay connected to your emotions. You actually want to find the sadness and the grief of the little girl who houses, who lives, resides inside of you. So when, when the one that got away, you know, like when you want to actually like understand like why is this happening, you actually got to grieve the loss because you guys had like a certain life together, right? You had so much fun together. Potentially you have even created a vision for you guys. Like you have a future in your head, in your mind, in your heart, right? And so now you have to grieve that future because you actually don't know if it now becomes true or not. And oftentimes it can feel like cutting off a limb. 
Now, what we also see is that when someone goes through heartbreak, right, it actually lights up the same part of the brain that causes actual physical pain, right? So you can actually really go through pain and it really feels like pain when you have to let go of someone, when there is a breakup, right? Or when the man simply doesn't get back to you or he just drops off the earth. So the biggest thing for you is like to work through the anger, through the rage, but also through the sadness, through the loss of control, the loss of power, right? Like feeling helpless. And then also moving into acceptance as well, right? So that you can actually see what God truly has in store for you next. Because the reality is that your man will never leave you. Like he'll never leave you, right? He will actually stay by your side. Like he will not, you know what I mean, uh, disappear on you. You know what I mean? He actually wants you to feel happy, right? He wants you to feel safe. Number three is step into your wise woman. Now, oftentimes what happens is when we are in breakdown mode, when we go through breakup, we're actually more in the archetype of the little girl. Now, you know, and one thing that I explain in my program more is the six feminine archetypes and as well as the six masculine archetypes. Now, when you step into your wise woman, you start to understand things from a higher perspective. Right, the wise woman is that part of you that actually prays. Right, the wise woman is actually that part inside of you that seeks spiritual evolution. Right, the the wise woman really seeks a deeper connection with God. Right, like the wise woman actually seeks to develop the gifts of the spirit within you. You know, so she's really higher dimensional, and it's not necessarily logical at all, right? And that's why oftentimes a break break up can also be what I call a priestess moment, or you could call it a wise woman moment, right? Because it follows more Kairos versus Kronos. Now, the ancient Greeks had actually two ways of measuring time. One was Kronos and one was Kairos. And so Kairos is more, it's feminine, right? It is, it's uncertain. It's unpredictable. You don't know when it's going to happen. So it can take you by surprise, but it follows actually a certain rhythm, but it's much more an internal rhythm, right? It's much more emotional rhythm. It's much more following like a season. You're understanding what season am I in right now? Which season is my soul in? Is my soul more in a season of winter? right? Where something, nothing seems to happening. And I'm in this dating desert, right? Or am I more in a, in, like in a summer, right? Like where everything feels amazing, right? Everything is looking glorious, right? Or is it harvest time? So there's different seasons that we go through emotionally, energetically, and of course, physically. Now, Kairos follows more the emotional energetic seasons, right? As opposed to Kronos is, of course, more linear. So oftentimes when we go through a breakup, we can't really overcome it because it surpasses human understanding. So we can't comprehend it with our logical mind. Now, in that moment, I always tell my women, it's time to step into the archetype of the wise woman. And you get to actually invest in yourself because oftentimes... What the opportunity is when a man leaves, right? When your partner leaves is actually investing into your 
wise woman, right? And the reason why is because, and, and I'm going to talk about that in, in, in the point number two, right? But it's actually, there is a benefit why this is happening in the first place, which, like I already said, leads me to number two. Own your creations, right? What I learned many years ago, at least 10 years ago, right, that you create the experience of your reality. You know, as a matter of fact, one of the number one corporate trainers of Tony Robbins told me that, right? You create the experience of your reality. And I was like, wait a minute, what in the heck does that actually mean, right? And so, like, how can we actually be responsible for our experience of our reality? What do you mean, like, my reality? There's a reality. That's not my reality, right? But it's actually not true. Reality is actually very subjective. And so when you go through a breakup, when you have a man leave, right? Like, to really say, I created that experience. I know what you want to say. I'm here. I, I don't even know what to say right now. Like, I'm just, I'm beside myself. I'm heartbroken. And here you are telling me that I created this experience. Like, I created this breakdown. Like, I created this much pain, this much suffering. No, right? And again, the only way you can explain that is going into your wise woman, right? Because when you own your creation, like, if you just really feel into how you manifested things that you wanted to manifest, maybe even how you manifested, how you created this man who now got away, right? Like, how did you actually bring him in? Were you visualizing him? Were, did you have dreams of him, right? Were you feeling him? Were you, were, you, were you hearing a message, guidance, signals? What was it for you? Was it just a knowing, right? You're just like, I just like know, right? I remember when I was 10 years old, I just like knew and I didn't know why I didn't visualize it on purpose. I didn't, you know, but I just like heard the word empire, right? Like it's so just the sense of like building an empire, right? And I had no idea what that even means when I was 10 years old. You know, so little, little did I know that I would attract my partner and be together, build a business together to make a massive impact on this planet. So that would be clear knowingness, right? Like it's a, the gift of knowledge in the Bible. And so that's really something that you got to really look at, right? So, okay, so how did I create this? You know, maybe you live in an incredible place now, right? Uh, because most women that come to me are very successful in all the other areas. Maybe you have your inc most incredible job, your dream job. How did you get that job? You know, one of my clients, she actually is like, Antje, I know exactly how I need to move. I know exactly how to present myself. I know exactly which part of me to activate, to, to create, to keep attention of other people, right? To actually engage them and to, to enroll them into my agenda. I know exactly how to do that. And so this is really awesome because then you get to own like your create, your, your creation process, right? And so that's like a big piece. It's like actually owning like that you create your reality. So what's ever happening right now, like you created that. And wonderful things. And you get to own that, that you created that. And now you get to reverse engineer, right? Like, okay, so hold on a second. If I created that, then how can I actually consciously create what I want in my dating and my romantic relationship life, right? And of course, first you have to understand, okay, so if I created things that I didn't want, 
but in this particular case, maybe the breakup or the man disappearing. Like, how can I create the opposite? Because oftentimes we create, right, due to our unconscious expectations. And so you get to actually take a deeper look, right? You get to put your life under a microscope and you get to see, like, what's my unconscious expectation, right? Oh, my unconscious expectations, all things always end, right? Oh, my unconscious expectations are um, the other shoe's going to drop. But my unconscious expectations are you can trust anyone, right? Uh, my unconscious expectations are fill in the blank. So you get to really see, like, what is your unconscious expectation. And then you have to own that you create it with that unconscious expectation, right? And then the beautiful thing is that you can shift it, you can change it. You can create a different unconscious expectation. You can create a different, what I call, emotional home, right? Because you may have an emotional home of, let's say, disappointment or of heartbreak, and you want to create a new emotional home of like hope, of uh, feeling seen, feeling appreciated, feeling cherished, and so on. So you get to do that, right? And you get to feel powerful with that. So you get to really step into an archetype inside of you that has power, as opposed to feeling powerless and feeling like, I don't know what happened. Uh, you know, the one that got away, it just life happens and it's just nothing you can do about. No, that is not true. And that leads me to number one, which is transform your beingness. Okay, I love this. This is like a longer video, so I can actually really go into deeper detail with that. So when I say transform your beingness, like I want you to really see what's your beingness in life, right? Are you like overwhelmed all the time? But are you stressed all the time? You know, are you communicating to your friends all the time? Like, I'm so busy. I'm so crazy, right? Life is so crazy. Oh my God, I don't know where to start. Like, it's like constantly this way of beingness. And so again, it goes a little bit into the unconscious expectation conversation again. Is that like, what is the beingness that you had when you were with this man, right? Like, what were you really secretly telling yourself when you were coming home after having a date with him, right? Or what were you telling yourself when you were actually done hanging up the phone with him? You know, did you tell yourself, mm, I don't know how long this is going to last? Or I don't know if I can really, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's it, it feels like so weird. It feels like like a totally different reality. And, uh, you know, I want this to be true. But my beingness, it feels like there's like this gap, right, between how I feel where I am and where, where how I feel I am with this man, right? There's this gap. And I don't know how to overcome this gap to actually stabilize my beingness beingness in this relationship, like in, in this dynamic with this man, right? And so like really seeing like, what is my beingness, right? Or, wow, this is like the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time that the man got away, right? Like I fell in love, like I got attached to him, all these things, right? And now you get to be in this like, is it like a complaint beingness, right? Is it is it like, again, sort of like this victim beingness and I say that with all love because I got to discover my own inner victim as well because I had a mom a, like a covert narcissistic mom right who used um her victim mentality so just by being the daughter right I 
you know, I kind of like adopted that through mirror norms, right? Um, and because she modeled it to me. So I get to like consciously choose like, okay, no, hold on a second. You know what I mean? And so, and are you game going into blaming mode right now, right? Um, what is happening? You know, are you criticizing yourself? You know, what's the, what's the sort of emotional chain reaction you're, you're spiraling down after this disappointment. And now you want to actually transform your beingness, right? You actually want to say, well, wait a minute. And Tony Robbins talks about the concept of the crazy eight, right? And so, so the crazy eight consists of either being sort of the bitch, taking a stand, no more, I have enough, right? Setting boundaries or like the victim, you know, and that just like there's constant breakdown and poor me and there's nothing I can do about and you know what I mean? And so you get to really see, okay, I have payoffs, you know, like I get a sense of certainty and you know? I get a sense of, you know, variety because last week I felt really awesome. Now I feel like a victim, you know, I, like I get to connect more deeper with myself because normally I don't do that. Because at least the woman that comes to me is usually the one who gives all her attention, right? All her time, like all her money, all her gifts away to other people. And that, of course, comes from their childhood, her childhood as well, right? So you get to transform your beingness around and say like, okay, no, even if I feel that sense of certainty, even if I feel that sense of variety, even if I feel that sense of connection, it's not worth it to me, right? I'm going to transform my beingness. And again, with the help of the wise woman archetypes, I just really say, I'm going to create who I really am, right? Because I kind of like have to pretend I'm smaller than I am when I'm in this helplessness, right? Like, it's it's almost like, you know, I get like the compassion, I get the calls, the texts from my friends or coworkers or whatever, right? Um, but it's not really me. I know I'm much more powerful, right? I know I'm much more uh, valuable. You know, I know I'm much more confident. I know I'm much more whatever, fill in the blank, self-trusting than I actually am. So you get to transform your beingness in the moment of the breakup, in the moment of him leaving you. And so you want to do be able to do that because when you shift that, that's actually what you really want to shift. You want to shift how you feel after the breakup, right? You want to shift the relationship you have with the breakup, you know? You want to shift the relationship that you have with disappointment because I can just feel disappointed and I can say, Oh, I feel disappointed again. You know, it's so hopeless. Here we are again, same cycle, right? And it can feel great. And then I have an image that goes with that. And then I feel like I have a memory that I have storylines that go with that. And so, or I can say, I get really excited that I feel disappointment because it really opens my heart, right? So I'm having new visions, but I have no catalyst feelings inside of myself that I want to actually unravel right? Oh, disappointment. Oh, this is great. I'm softening more into my feminine, right? Oh, I get to go deeper into my little girl, right? Like getting more into my unconscious that is really hard to access. So try that out. Hey, if you want to learn like how to attract the right man for you or how to actually have the man that you want commit to you, like, by the way, just my very dear friend, uh, client, <laughs> Celine, just did with her man who actually proposed to her in Positano and I recently got married. 
as well, then take my free love quiz to get the man and the relationship you want by getlovequiz.com or simply click the link in the comments below. As usual, leave me comments as well. Lots of love and I will talk to you in the next video. Take care. Bye-bye.